Here we are on Thursday, December 23rd, and this is Magnificent Fantasy Football Show. Beautiful Thursday morning, December 23rd. Holy schmoach. It's the holidays. Happy all the days, y'all. Happy all the days. <clears throat> I should coin that term. It's very creative. <clears throat> Speaking of creativity, this might, maybe, no, yeah, well, I don't know, maybe going to be the most impromptu show I've done, aka the most lazy show. Um, I haven't really looked at anything. I'm just going to run through it, uh, and that's just how it goes. Uh, thank you for your uh, listening. <laughs> How do you phrase that as a skill? Thank you for your clicking on your phone and hearing me talk into a microphone uh, in this first test year. Definitely appreciate that. I've definitely thought about a lot of things I want to change about the show in general, um, maybe even expand it to other magnificent topics, not just DFS, <clears throat> but really just anything, anything that I feel like it that's worthwhile. We'll see. I'm thinking about the rebranding. Um, I've had a lot of fun testing this out. Uh, this might be the last DFS episode of the year. Um, just in case anything crazy happens, I, I'm planning on next week being the last one. I just don't want to get into playoff talk and all that other jazz too much going on. Uh, we got a lot going on over here. Um, newborn, we're moving, we're doing all sorts of stuff. So I'm, I'm just, I'm going to hold off. I'm going to sit back and reflect and think about, you know, some changes some other things that'll make this better to listen to, assuming hopefully in the future I have more time to dedicate to it. So it's been a blast. You know, I did a podcast. Boom. Suck it. <laughs> Can't take that one away from me. <clears throat> um, but no. Terrible podcast. Year one. So we can only get better from here. Here's hoping at least. <sighs> so with that, should we talk about DFS? We could just keep rambling. By we, I mean me. I could just keep rambling, which has been pretty on brand this entire year. But let's do it. Let's talk about football. I always love talking about football. And let's actually look at these lineups. And again, I don't really feel like pausing and spending a lot of time diving into this. So... Let's just go off of gut reactions. We'll start with the 49ers and Titans. Um, quick little run through on the, the showdown tonight. Um, you know, quick shout out to Rocco's Kitchen and uh, me taking the, the last the last contest. Um, one point I'll make about it. I don't know if I mentioned it. <clears throat> Actually, I think I did. 
I did mention on the last podcast because that Seahawks Rams game was supposed to be on Sunday and then it got pushed to Tuesday. I said, hey, with lock it out, Jalen Ramsey owns DK Metcalf. So he was a very popular pick. And a lot of times a victory is fading the popular plays. So one of those guys that everyone thought was a lock, I said, no, thanks. He didn't hit, allowed me to pay for other guys like, um, you know, Jalen Hurts. He was, you had to have him in the quarterback slot. And um, who else? Dallas Goddard. I went double tight end stack. It's hard to get away from Everett in that matchup, but easy, easy victory. Just going to rub that one in. Very easy uh, Tuesday contest victory. Um, no surprise there. And uh, let's see, let's see if uh, you know I can crank out a couple more easy victories. I think I will. <clears throat> I think I will. And with the showdown slate, makes it a little tough. You're not going to have Elijah Missile. We know that. Um, and otherwise, I don't think there's a lot of other pieces that are off the table. <clears throat> I'm not sure if um, wide receiver wise, I believe Julio Jones is. He's going to play. Didn't do shit last week. Uh, AJ Brown is last I saw yesterday was maybe. So maybe we get him. We'll do a quick on the fly research for you. Uh, they expect to reinstate him ahead of Thursday's game, barring any setbacks. Okay, so we'll just say AJ Brown is going to be back. So Tannehill with those two weapons. And, you know, whatever experiment you want to call it in the backfield uh, with Foreman and Hilliard, I think it's going to be a pretty competitive game. So I'm not going to to bank on a big Foreman game. Um, I think Hilliard is probably more valuable in a competitive game where they're going to try to pass more, even though Daniel has some of these options back at wide receiver. Uh, I think Hilliard makes them a little bit more dangerous uh, a little bit more three-dimensional than a one-dimensional form and attack because he ain't no king henry um obviously so aj brown julio jones will do okay i'm not predicting stealing games from either of them um but one of them could for sure break especially with uh mosley out in the secondary for the niners um they have pretty good coverage against the tight end, pretty good run defense. So I'm thinking more of a funnel. I, I like Tannehill um, with some of these other pieces, getting good experience with those two star wide receivers out. I could see him spreading the ball around more. I'm sure I'll be happy to have AJ Brown back and we'll get Julio Jones more involved. But I think Tannehill is in a great spot against a beat up um, secondary. So it's going to funnel wide receivers, Hilliard, Tannehill. So only must start there for me is Tannehill. When I'm looking at this other side of the ball, no Elijah Missile. Um, so the replacement running back is Debo Samuel. And that's how you, <clears throat> that's how you play against the Titans. Debo is basically a Cordero Patterson. I think that's a perfect comparison for him. Just think of Debo as Cordero Patterson, but more talented and younger hot take take it or leave it uh so debo you gotta have him with no elijah uh 
you got to have the running back against this Titans defense, and I'm not going to call Jeff Wilson that. Like the guy, he does okay, runs hard, but he needs a touchdown. He's going to have low yards per carry, and he's not going to get any targets. So, Debo. And um, Titans are actually pretty good <clears throat> against the, the tight end. So, George Kittle, you could consider not being too high on. Um, he's probably going to be safe regardless because he's freaking George Kittle and he's been killing it. And in a competitive game, they'll find a way. Um, I don't think he is captain worthy. That's what, what I'll say about it. <clears throat> so we like Kittle. We like Samuel. I don't like Ayuk and I don't like Garoppolo. I think it's a tough defense to throw the ball on. Um, <clears throat> yep. Take that. I got to clear my throat in the mornings. Sorry, not sorry. Uh, so that's all I got to say. So those guys, and then in a pretty competitive game, I see it being pretty conservative. I think if any defense has a chance of turnovers, um, maybe it's the Titans, but I don't know. It's probably, I think defenses are going to be a fade. Uh, I think kickers get a boost when you have pretty good teams like this, pretty good offenses, pretty good defenses. There's typically more drives that are stalled out in field goal territory. So that's when I really like to attack kickers. So I'm probably just going to grab a few pieces like, you know, Debo, maybe Kittle, depending if he's affordable, uh, Tannehill. Um, who else are we going to do? Maybe Hilliard and uh, kickers. Boom. Done. Won it. Already calling it. I'm going to win it. So that's pretty sweet. T-Y for the efforts. Um, anyway, is there... Okay, that's all we're going to spin on that one. But is there a Saturday slate? I didn't even know this. I didn't even know there were games on Saturday. So there's two games on Saturday. I'm not sure if there is a contest for Saturday or not. Probably is. <clears throat> there is for anything. Um, unless they blended it into all the Sunday games. So who knows? Anyway. We'll look at Saturday separately really quickly. And Packers versus the Browns. Browns defense continues to be very tough, but also hit or miss. I don't think Jadavian Clowney, didn't he get hurt? Jadavian Clowney. Don't know how to spell your name. Okay, there we go. Jadavion, there we go. We found him. Mr. Clowney. Um, yeah, that's a hard name to take seriously when you say it that way. Mr. Clowney. He was sick. He's on the COVID list. He hasn't tested positive, which he finally did on Friday. That's a very confusing statement. I don't know why it's phrased that way. But, yeah, I, I'm just going to assume. When was this? I was on December 17th. What did I say today was? The 23rd. Oh, yeah. So a week ago. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he'll be back. There's I don't see any new updates, but that was a week ago. Didn't well, I guess he did test. I don't know. Anyway. Um maybe he plays, maybe not. So regardless, I think I still think the Browns secondary is tough. Um their their line, they have good DN, so good pass rush. So if, if I was the Packers, I'd want to stick to that ground and pound attack that they love so much and I think Valdez Gantling 
is MVS. I think he went on IR. So maybe that upgrades Lazard. Actually, it for sure does my book. Um, I'd say Lazard. Adams is going to get a lot of attention versus pretty good cornerbacks. He'll still probably get his, but not like boom. You know what I mean? So actually like Jones and um, Thunder Thighs is back up. I can't think of his name right now. Um, but Joe, I like the running game for the pack attack. Let's let's just look at snap percentage lately for these guys. Help us make a decision, and I'll stall um, as I try to find with my morning eyes, my dry morning eyes. I can't see shit right now. There we go. Aaron Jones. Um, recently, this might surprise you. Um, so the last, let's just look at this. So week 11 didn't play versus Minnesota. I think he was banged up. Can't remember. So week 12 he played, had a 49% snap share, got you 2.3 fantasy points. Then they went on by. So you think, okay, he's healthy out, coming out of the bye. plays versus Chicago has a 45% snap share, gets you 20 fantasy points. And he got that. Really, with bad numbers, just got a touchdown and got three catches for 30 yards. So, another 35 yards rushing. Does that add up? Am I looking at this right? Um, three plus what is that? Three plus six is nine plus another six, 17. Where's this extra three points coming? Maybe you got a two point conversion or something. Anyway, <clears throat> it's only 45% snap share. Um, Day salvaged by a touchdown. And then last week versus Baltimore, pretty tough run defense. But he's, you know, more of like a hybrid Kamara type of runner. Um, not like a traditional type of Delvin Cook type of guy. So that was probably a bad comparison. But all right. So Baltimore, 63% snap percentage, carry the ball 13 times, 58 yards rushing, two catches, 12 yards. And he got a receiving touchdown. So another day that was salvaged by a touchdown. So he's pretty touchdown dependent, but it's good to see his snap percentage pick up, go to 65% last week. And if you look at AJ Dillon, um, he's trending in the opposite way. So with the Rams, 51%. So he's kind of just getting like half the touches. Chicago, 54. Baltimore, he had 37%. But if you also look at that, I mean, those games... I mean, look at Seahawks and they, when they played against the Seahawks, that's a game where it's more run heavy uh, script with healthy Aaron Jones. He only had 49% snaps shared and ran the ball 21 times. So I think AJ Dillon is and Aaron Jones um, could both be valuable in this one. And um, maybe we should look at Let's see if there's a freaking Saturday slate. There is a Saturday slate. Okay. Um, so fuck it. We already got this far. We'll look at it. Aaron Jones, 68. AJ Dillon, 56. I think both those guys could be worth it. You got Nick Chubb. Probably going to be pretty popular. Versus the Packers. Um... It's kind of hard for him. He was like the must-start dude. And it's kind of hard for him 
to really do much um, last week. Do we have Kareem Hunt back? He's on the COVID list. Doesn't expect him to be available. Okay. So it's going to be the Nick Chubb show again. Without Hunt, Nick Chubb, um, I mean, he ran the ball 23 times. Got you a touchdown, just under 100 yards rushing. So I think you can run against the Packers. Pretty good defense. But that offensive line, Nick Chubb, both very good. And Jarvis Landry is still on the COVID list. Wasn't activated, won't be available for Monday's game. So that's an old update. Um, If he doesn't play, it's looking like Felton, that third string, well, I guess technically fourth string running back, um, was playing a lot in the snap, but wasn't targeted. Well, he was only targeted four times, got 16 yards. So pump play, but his men price 4K, it's not good. If he was listed as a wide receiver for 3K, maybe. Um, But yeah, so we got Chubb. Um, God, there's so too many damn COVID updates that we need. So Austin Hooper's back. Okay, so it's not the Njoku show. Cross that one off the list. And Peoples Jones has a tough matchup. Can't really trust Higgins. I'm not gonna trust Baker. So of course Nick Chubb. Check. And that's it for this Browns offense. Alright, that works for me. So hold on, maybe I should write some of this shit down. Cause I'm gonna completely forget. Whoops. Let's do Alright, so DFS. What week 16. Okay. Well, who gives? All right. Now I'm just psyching myself out because we'll write some shit down for the Sunday slate, but Saturday slate. Yeah. So what I say, we like Nick Chubb. I mean, not a hot take. Um, Alan Lazard, probably not a hot take, but then both the running backs. So maybe that's a little spicy. Uh, Moving on to the other game on Saturday, Indy at Arizona and God Cardinals have been sucking. Um, you're not going to have nuke out there. So Murray is going to keep passing to his other extremely talented wide receivers that he can't seem to get going. And the Colts defense has just been killing it. So God and James Jake Han, he's beat up, isn't he? Jacob didn't practice on Wednesday. Okay. So maybe the Chase Edmonds show, which I actually like a little scat back, uh, receiving back against the Colts defense. He rushed six times for 53 yards in his return to the field, which is pretty freaking good. Only had one target. So... I really like the run defense for the Colts, but with a little scat back like Edmonds, if he's going to get more more snaps, more targets, Edmonds is pretty good. Um, I would attack. Yeah, I think Ertz is good. No thanks on Green. Um, Kirk and Moore, I think, would be worth it. And um, at quarterback, Kyler Murray, 7,200. He's cheaper than Aaron Rodgers. I think 
God, that's probably worth it. Otherwise, you're paying 5400 for Wentz or 53 for Baker if he plays. And I don't like the Browns quarterback at all. Um, so you might have to go Murray in this one. Stack it with a very affordable 5400 Kirk and or a 4500 Ant-Man Rondale Moore. He didn't practice on Wednesday. Oh, well, whatever. Ankle injury doesn't sound too serious. More precautionary. And Zacherts is the most expensive tight end at 4,800. The next closest is Austin Hooper at 36. So I think you have to go Ertz. Um, looks like it's going to be a very heavy Cardinals stack on this Saturday slate. But if we look at the Colts, um, Jonathan Taylor. Uh, Cardinals run defense has been pretty good all year. They have pretty athletic linebackers that should be able to slow down Taylor. Taylor is only 8,300. So certainly going to be very popular at that price. Really low for him. If you remember in the new England game, he was kind of contained until he broke off that 67 yard touchdown, which put him up to like 170 yards. So I don't know. It could be a, a sneaky fade. That's all I got to say. Sneaky fade there. And you can exploit the secondary. So maybe Carson Wentz isn't a bad play. Uh, with a very pissed off Cardinals group playing at home. Um, it's going to be a feisty game. So Hilton, I think Hilton could do good. I think Pittman could do good. I think Pittman's probably a must. Because you've got Pittman down at 5K. Yeah. So, okay, I like the wide receivers in this game quite a bit. So that's all I got. That's all I got there. Just to recap it, Kyler Murray, Murray, Murray or Wentz at your quarterback, and then you're going to want Nick Chubb. And then do AJ, Um, <laughs> I guess they're both AJ, Aaron Jones or AJ Dillon. Kind of like both those guys, Chase Edmonds. Like a lot at only 47, he's probably the must. Um, so maybe you put one in your flex. But then, yeah, Kirk, Pittman, can't can't not start him. Adams, sneaky fade. Don't start him. And then Lazard, 41. I mean, you've got guys like Lazard, Hilton at 39, um, Moore at 45. So you have some really good options there. Got to do Zach Ertz. Don't think twice about it. And then see what you can afford at flex. At defense, um, the Browns are the cheapest at 25. So do that and move on. Uh, so we will move on and we'll talk about the main slate. How about that? And I did look up the weather report. And there's a couple games to be concerned about. Maybe 25% of snow in that um, Bears-Seahawks game. And then also in the Bills-Patriots game. And that's it. And even that doesn't scare me too much to influence my decisions. So with that, um, first game, a very exciting uh, Lions versus Falcons, and the Falcons are somehow still in the fucking playoff race. What happened? I, I snoozed on that one. I don't remember them actually winning games. 
but here we are and they're playing Detroit and um, how can you not like this offense versus Detroit? You got to like Patterson Pitts, um, Russell Gage has been killing it and that's it. So all three of those guys for me um, definitely got to be on here and to get some prices to get some prices. We've got Matt Ryan at 54 for sure. Yeah. Okay. So high PPD list at quarterback. We've got Matthew Ryan at a very lowly 5,400. Okay. And then at running back, Cordero Patterson, quarter rail at 6,700. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Maybe you want to get cute and add Mike Davis to your list. How do you do last week? Michael Davis, six yards, or six six carries. So nope. Um, but he'll cost you 49. Just think about it. Just just think about it. Something to think about. So CPAT. Uh, wide receiver. Russell Gage, 5,900. Finally earning that salary. And... Rightfully so. Last three weeks, 11 targets, four targets. Or sorry, 12 targets, six targets, 12 targets. 11 catches, four catches, eight catches. And he's gotten you, you know, 26 points, 10 points, 23 points. Pretty good at 5,900 against this flipping defense. Russ Gage, 5,900. All right. Um... What else do we got? Kyle Pitts. Yeah, Kyle Pitts. Um, surprisingly, at 5,800, we've seen some slates where that's like the most expensive. Guess where he ranks up in this one? He's number five. That's pretty crazy. So I actually love that. Kyle Pitts at 58. 58. Um, yeah. Well, lot to love there. Surprise, not surprised. And honestly, same with the Lions. However, are we not going to see golden boy Jared Goff? He's on the COVID list. I had no idea. He tested positive on Monday. I'm feeling good, he says. It's pretty much a mild cold. I'm feeling fine. I had some symptoms pop up really Sunday night after the game. Nice quote, Jared Goff. I sounded just like you too, I'm sure. Um, and then I love how in this analysis, right after that quote, they say, Goff relayed that he feels fine. Yeah, we just read that. <sighs> All right, so it implies he's vaccinated, which subject to 10-day quarantine, if you're unvaccinated, Goff will have a shot. He'll have a shot to play. And that's appealing because if he doesn't play, you don't really want any of these Lions pieces. Um, DeAndre Swift practiced, pract- he practiced this week for the first time since suffering his a- AC joint sprain. So very possible he can have Swift back, which if he's fully healthy at 63 in this offense, yep. Um, I'm still just, I'm not believing Amon Ra, St. Brown. He's gotten free and gotten touchdown last game, but whatever. I think all these targets are actually slightly above average and whoever the quarterback is is smart to spread the ball around to them. 
Uh, Josh Reynolds, I think, is still the most valuable just based on the chemistry he he's had with Goff in the past with the Rams. And now only 46. Um, Raymond, only 39. And this guy does, this guy's pretty speedy. Um, he'll get his 30 yards and a few catches. So I don't know. Um, Hawkinson is done for the year. So who the hell is at tight end now? Is it Zilstra? Brock Wright? I don't think they, I think they're just going to go three wide and have like a blocking tight end. And yeah, if Goff plays, I actually like Goff 54, but I'd rather have Matt Ryan at 54. So who knows? Swift could be good. I don't know. I'm not going to put anyone down, but you get it. You get it. Um, Falcon Steve, not the greatest. Uh, they do have Terrell back, so maybe that... I can't keep talking about that guy. Terrell is good. I, I can see Terrell shutting down Reynolds, so no thanks. And I'm going to say no thanks to Goff because of that, because I actually like how Moreau stacks up with Raymond, and I think that's a pretty good matchup. Um so I could see a lot of Swift in Williams and actually St. Brown is probably the best wide receiver, but he's too expensive for a Lions wide receiver at, uh, at 56. No, thank you. So yeah, I don't know. Interesting pieces. If you want to guess on Williams or Swift, but that's it. That's it. And I'm, I'm going to go faster on this because holy smokes, I need to go get coffee and do some shit. Before work starts this morning, um, we'll talk about the Ravens and Bengals. Let's speed through it. Love the Bengals offense. God, love them. Their line came around. Their offensive line doing really good, protecting Burrow. Burrow is killing it. Um, he's one of the top quarterbacks uh, to break out this year. Uh, I, I think he's just killing it. And Mixon, this is a tough run defense. Not a lot of running backs get over 100 yards, so you're going to have to bank on a touchdown from him. Otherwise, you know, this secondary is really freaking beat up, so you have to love, have to, have to, have to love Burrow, Chase, Boyd, and Higgins. They have phenomenal matchups. Um, Phenomenal. So what are their price points? Shit. Here I go. Here I go talking about stuff. Um, Cincy, where is this stupid game? There we go. Chase at seventy-one, like it. T. Higgins sixty-two, like it. Boyd fifty-one, I like it. Boyd has been getting the short end of the stick, but he still gets about five to seven targets. Yeah, Burrow is the man. Joe Burrow, and he's only fifty-nine. Hundro. He actually went down from last week. This is the first week he's under 6K in quite some time, it looks like. Um, to be fair, I talked him up a ton. And in the past five games, he's only gotten two games where he scored over 20 points. But this banged-up secondary, with how well uh, Baltimore played versus the Packers, forcing a shootout, I think the same thing happens here. And you're going to be very happy um, attacking this Bengals offense. So we'll put him down. 
We'll do chase 71. Huh? So, uh huh? And then uh, T62. I believe. And I don't know. Let's be honest. I don't I don't want to put Boyd down. I'm gonna guess Boyd gets I don't know, twelve points, doesn't get a touchdown this week like he did last week. So whatever. Put him down if you want to go safe. Here's a safe floor. And then Joe Burrow at fifty nine. Yes. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Ravens. Looking at the Ravens, um, Lamar Jackson or Huntley, doesn't matter. Both playing very, very good. Uh, Mark Andrews has a pretty good matchup. Marquise Brown, did he play last week? Can't remember if he played last week. He did. He had 14 targets, only 43 yards. Holy smokes. Um, Yeah, Marquise Brown at 5,800 for sure. God. What is with all these? I was hoping to skim through a lot of these games, but there's a lot of good plays. Everyone's going to have a good mat. Everyone's going to have a good lineup this week. Uh, Marquise Brown. Wow. Really good matchup there. How did Bateman do? He's at 45. Two targets. No thanks. Mark Andrews. Um, definitely got a price bump this week. He's at 7K. Not going to risk that one, but by all means. And whoever the quarterback is, yeah, okay, sure. Um, Lamar or Huntley, they'll run. They'll get touchdowns. They'll get touchdowns on the ground and through the air. So it's pretty good. Um, But yeah, just putting down Brown on that side. And I'll pick things up. We're going to go Rams, Vikings. Uh, Vikings, Delvin Cook. He's been playing very good, but he's he's going to be running against a very tough line. And um, if he can get past that tough line, the linebacking core and the safeties are terrible, and he'll break some runs off for long touchdowns, and he'll have a big day. Otherwise, Ramsey is going to be all over the field, so it's going to make things a little tough for Jefferson and uh, not 100% Thielen. Osborne could be okay. Gronkenstein... Kronk, Conklin could be okay. Um, nobody stands out. And versus Vikings defense, this dirty D. Um, yeah, they're not stopping Cooper Cup. They're not they're not gonna stop Cooper Cup. They're not gonna be able to stop Beckham, which might actually lower Cup a little bit. They don't have a tight end, which might, you know force more volume that way. Their run defense is still okay, so Sony or Henderson, nah, not going to do it. You could get Q with Van Jefferson, but Beckham and Cup in this game, I think, are both going to be very good. So, yeah, yeah, we're going to put them down. Um, and we got Beckham's 53, jeez. I could see a huge Beckham game here. At 53, I love it. And then Cooper Cup is at 9100, which isn't terrible. But I'm going to leave him off the list. I think that's appropriate. He is appropriately priced, and it's not going to funnel to him as much. All right. 
buff New England in a snow game. Um, Mac Jones versus defense. Um, yeah, no thanks. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Nobody there. Um, Josh Allen versus that defense. Nope. Nope. Moving on next. Uh, Jaguars. Guess who's back? It's freaking James Robinson getting all the volume again. Um, but it looks like Michael Carter's also back. And we'll start there on the Jets side of the ball. Uh, Jags defense, not the best, but I can't trust this Jets offense whatsoever. So, okay, I guess end of end of the line there. Um, James Robinson, 100%, 1,000%, yes, for sure. 5,900. J-Rob, yep. Yep, 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 yep. So that's a no-brainer versus easy, beatable Jets defense, even though I talked up CJ Mosley all year and it didn't really pan out, but he's still making plays out there. People, use your eyes. You'll see what I mean. Um, Another divisional game to talk about, the Giants and the Eagles. Jalen Hurts killed it last week. Uh, He faces a tougher secondary. Um, Bradbury and Adoree Jackson. I think Adoree Jackson's out. But rookie Jaron Williams, undrafted rookie, played pretty good in his absence last week. So maybe we'll trust it. Uh, could still see a huge Dallas Goddard game. Actually, really like Sanders and that workhorse role that he's proven to have. Um, Giants run defense is awful. So Goddard and Sanders. Sanders will cost you 56. That's a for sure. Yep. Miles, Sandy, 56. Dallas Goddard is only 51. Got cheaper than Pitts. Wow. Dallas Godier. That's ridiculous. Um, yep, for sure there. Other side. Uh, this offense has been so bad. Eagles defense is okay. That's all. That's all we got there. Oh, these games are just getting tough to talk about. Because in this one, we've got Cam Newton facing the Bucks. And they're at home. Bucks defense is pretty good. Moore's been getting a lot of targets, but he's 6K, so no thanks. Um, no thanks, no thanks, no thanks on that. And then on the Bucks side of the ball, uh, Chris Godwin. Why did you have to leave us? Why, Godwin? God, I love Godwin, but that Chris Godwin is done. Damn it, unfortunately. And guess who's back? We've got Antonio Brown reinstated from his three-game suspension. He appears to be on track to play. And if he is on track to play, holy smokes. That's got to be scary. But, uh, I don't know, Stefan Gilmore, I think he's going to see a lot of Evans and a lot of Brown, um, A.J. Brown versus second-year C.J. Henderson, I think, or just, sorry, Antonio Brown, he's going to school him. And I think he's, like, the only guy you can trust. This Fournette, got 
I think Fournette could have been sneaky, but he's not going to play in this one. Yeah. Might avoid the IR, but not going to play in this one. Uh, don't like Ronnie Jones. Um, Antonio Brown. God, that's so interesting. He was like the stud. Yeah, I think he's worth it for sure. I'm loving that one. Antonio Brown at 49. These values are ridiculous. Just going to shift some things around when I'm done with this. Um, that's all we got there. Chargers and the Texans is the next game we'll talk about. And Mills airing it out against the Chargers secondary. Not a good look for you. It's not going to be good for you. And no thanks. And the Texans defense sucks. Um, Austin Eckler has been a little bit beat up. I could see one of these other running backs vulturing touchdowns. It's going to be an easy game to win. So they're going to want to keep their stars healthy. I could see Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, you know, getting some touchdowns and then uh, just coasting with your, your backups, backup running backs. So I don't know if this was earlier in the season, I think they'd put the pedal to the metal. All these guys will blow up. But given how close we are to playoffs, Chargers are eight and six. They gotta keep their stars healthy. Their stars have been banged up. They'll run up the score, get up like, you know, two touchdowns, and then just clock management. So I'm going game script on that one and saying no thanks. And the Bears and the Seahawks in a 25% chance of the snow. Um in Seattle. So snowy rain. Lockett will be back. Okay. I don't know who the hell stepped in for um God, I'm forgetting that stud quarterback's name for the Bears. Fuck, what's his name? Can't think of it. But this Thomas Graham guy, this rookie guy, stepped in and just killed it last week, apparently. So we'll trust him. Guy out of Oregon. We'll trust him, especially if that other guy's back. It's gonna be a tough secondary. Bears D played pretty good last week, if you remember. Um, so Lockett, I don't know. This one's too hard to predict. I would like Penny, but he had a DJ Dallas touchdown vultured. I think I like Everett. How can you not like Everett? Mount Everett. What does he come in at? He's coming in at 37. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, so yeah, Everett. And I think a pretty competitive game. And uh Seahawks secondary, not too good. So of course you like Mooney. Of course you do. You have to like Mooney. A lot of people go to Montgomery because the Seahawks have given up a ton of yardage on the ground. And if it's a snowy game, that makes a lot of sense. And he's only 57. So he's a workhorse. Yeah, we'll put him down. Monty, 57. And Mooney at 54. God. Oh, my God. How can anyone figure this one out? There's, You can afford everybody. It's ridiculous. Yeah, everyone's way too damn cheap this week. So... If you don't get close to 200 points, it's your own fault. Just got to say it. You fucked up. Um, yeah, I don't know. Weather, depending, this game could could really have 
some sneaky plays. I'm hoping, I'm hoping. All right, let's put really quick. We'll put Everett down, 37. I'm hoping um, the Seahawks wide receivers are expensive. I mean, Metcalf, 64. Lockett, 67. We'll just say that's appropriate. That's not bad. We'll say it's appropriate. They could definitely return value, but we'll just move on. And there's two more games, thank God, because things are happening over here. Uh, two more games. The Chiefs at home versus Steelers. The Steelers suck. Oh my God, they're terrible. Is Tyreek Hill hurt? Oh, he's on the COVID list. Jesus. On Tuesday, he'll still have a chance if he's vaccinated, but we're not sure. Wow. Um, yeah, keep an eye on that one. That'll be weird. Because who knows? Who knows if Josh Gordon is going to be like, hey, I'm the guy at bitches. Um, Hardman, Mikol, is he going to be the guy all of a sudden? Is it going to be Pringle? Is it going to be Robinson? Um, is Kelsey on the list? Kelsey's on the freaking list too. He was placed Monday. Uh, okay, so he could be cleared. But holy shit. That'd be interesting to see this team without those two guys. Mahomes will do good. He'll spread the ball out. You're not going to know who's going to get a touchdown. All those receiving targets are very cheap, so there's going to be value if you hit it right, uh, but very risky. And who knows? Maybe they'll turn the ball over to the running backs. Maybe Clyde will get a lot more targets. Maybe he'll get a lot more rushes. Maybe freaking his backup, Williams, will get a lot more rushes. Those guys are really cheap. So I'm just going to say all the Chiefs minus Mahomes. We're just going to put all the Chiefs. Pending Hill, Kelsey Health. So watch out for that one. You're going to have to wait until Sunday, I bet. Because uh, that defense sucks. And Chiefs defense has been pretty good. Pretty darn good. They've been tough to pass against which isn't really Ben's strong suit. Um, he'll do a lot of s- short little sneaky targets to Deontay like he always does. Fryermuth will get involved in this one. Uh, Najee Harris will get involved in the passing game, and he'll run a ton as well. So if anyone, I'd say Johnson, Harris, Fryermuth, and these guys will cost you. Harris is 74, not worth it. Um Deontay is 75, not worth it. Fryermuth, 43. I'd rather have Everett at 37. And looks like Fryermuth had a concussion and he might not play. So, yeah. Okay. So, those guys, not worth it. Last game to talk about. Thank God. Because I have to take a magnificent shit even before my cup of coffee. That rarely happens. Um, another divisional showdown. Broncos going to Vegas. God, I hate Vegas. I hate any Broncos game. Uh, they're always low point totals. Nobody really booms on either side of the ball. And I'm looking at this, and I'm sure Renfro is going to be way priced up. I'm going to say nope. Jacobs. Eh. Yeah. And other side of the ball, you know, the time shift's going on in the backfield there. Um, duh. Wow. Desmond Trufant is back and playing for the Raiders. When did that happen? Okay, so Raiders secondary has Hayward 
at the age of 32 in Trufant at the age of 30 now in their backfield. Both playing still pretty good. Um, if anything, nope. <sighs> yeah, it's going to be really tough for the Broncos to move the ball. Raiders defense has been pretty good. They're going to have to run it a ton, and you know they will. And a lot of runs means a lot of clock burning. So we're going to fade that game. And we'll just go to the list. We got our list. We did it. We got through it. I thought there was a shit ton on here. But fortunately, it's not as bad as we thought. So at quarterback, Matt Ryan, 54. Joe Burrow at 59. And you know what? We're going to go back. I just found another one to add to the list. Justin Fields. Who's only freaking 52. So Fields at running back, we got... Surprise, this loop is... Every time I played this drop previously, it ends really abruptly, so now it's actually doing what I want it to do. Um, running back, Cordero Patterson, 67. James Robinson, 59. Miles Sandy, 56. Monty DeMont at 57. A lot of value there. Wide receiver, Russell Gage, 59. Jamar Chase, 71. T. Higgins, 62. Antonio Brown. No, A.J. Brown. No, Marquise Brown. I need to put... There's too many Dan Browns. Marquise Brown at 58. OBJ 53, Antonio Brown at 40 fucking 900, ridiculous. Darnell Mooney at 5400, and I, I thought I could make it through, and stand that that background drop, but I couldn't. Um, so I'll spare you when I talk about the tight ends. We got Kyle Pitts 58, Dallas Goddard 51, Gerald Everett 3700, and then I put all the Chiefs pending Hill and Kelsey Health. And of course, that was minus P Money Mahomes. Um, very expensive. I wouldn't trust him without those two guys. And it's just all their wide receiver targets and both running backs. But that's it. We narrowed it down. Tons of freaking value everywhere. So you're going to be able to afford your studs. And with that, thank you. If this wasn't the last show, then I'll talk to y'all next week. Bye, bitches. Gotta go poop.